if you're about to have a child or you are pregnant, you're gonna you're gonna prioritize your health because you are gonna download your immune system to that child. Mm. That's how we start children off thriving. So a lot of times parents are like, I don't want you to touch that. I need to sanitize your hands, yeah. all that. We are actually squelching their opportunities to develop that adaptive immune system. They have to be around germs. They have to get, their body has to get to know them. Welcome to another episode of The Shift with Gina. I have a very special guest in the studio today, my friend Colleen. Welcome. Thank you. Um, thank you. We're just going to jump straight into it because yep. we got a lot to cover today. For those of you who are watching on YouTube and listening on audio podcast, you're going to get the first 15 minutes of this episode kind of as a little teaser. And then the remaining part of this episode, which is probably going to be around 45 minutes, is going to be available only to my women's group, The Shift. You can join by clicking the link in my bio. Um, it's an all women's group. We're always doing nutrition challenges, fitness challenges. We do four weekly workouts. Um, there's all sorts, sorts of stuff in there, a lot of exclusive interviews with holistic practitioners. So to watch the full episode, click the link in the description. But let's jump straight in. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Um, why don't you tell everybody who you are and what your background is and what you do? Sure. So I am a holistic practitioner and a lot of people are like, what is that? And so I like to explain it with I am a holistic practitioner with a root cause um, foundation. Mm -hmm. So I kind of bridge the gap between conventional pediatricians. Um, mm -hmm. I work with families. I love serving kids. I love helping the family unit thrive. Um, and then I've also co-founded um, a bioresonance testing company. So again, what that means is we use frequency testing. We also use diagnostic testing. And we use these tools to help parents kind of get to the bottoms of these stubborn symptoms. Um, a lot of times when you go to your pediatrician, they might suggest a food allergy test or whatnot. And, you know, really they're not read with functional with a functional lens and so my collective of practitioners come in and we look at what the root causes are of yeah. those um utilizing testing right yeah and that's sort of the whole that's the entire difference it like hinged on the whole difference between the conventional medical system and what holistic practitioners do treating the root cause versus just putting a band-aid on the symptoms, right? Yeah, it really is something that's not being talked about a lot, and yeah. we're finding it to be such a pressing issue that this has to start being talked about. We have to start getting to the root cause of a lot of these issues of why our children are coming in, whether it's repeated ear infections mm. or um, even rashes, believe it or not. You know, the, the answer is not steroid cream. There is reasons that your body is trying to tell you, and so, right. I'm someone that gets to the bottom of that with you. Yeah, 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 that's fantastic because you know I I always share statistics of how unhealthy American adults are. Like six out of every ten American adults have a chronic illness. Four mm -hmm. out of every ten have two or more. But I don't look that much into the rates of like chronic issues with children. But I can only guess that those numbers are really increasing over the last several years just it's because of the the common lifestyle for American kids. Right? It's such a shock. And really, what brought me into this field. Um, what was it, 14 years ago, was I was a preschool teacher, mm. um, thought I was going to be a teacher, and really started to see the day-to-day -day implications of what our society's choices kind of impacted our children with. There was just, it was really hard to ignore, whether it was what they were being packed in their lunch boxes or what they were given um, that really it wasn't the parents fault it's just they didn't understand they weren't given the information from the pediatricians on how to support our children and help them thrive and so it really 
I bef- this was even before I had children. I really dug into the research and um, I became an ancestral nutritionist. So that is one of my other titles. And that really was where I got to study what our ancestors did. And it really was the most eye-opening experience to see where has there been such a change that we are now normalizing chronic disease, yeah, chronic symptoms right. with our children, whether it's... Um, you know, these eczemas or these food allergies, or don't even get me started on the oral connection, which that might have to be another podcast here. But um, I started to dig into what was the foundation of what was going on. And so I know you and I are going to kind of get into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And we just had Dr. Charlie on last week. And Mm -hmm. that's how I met you. Yes. Through Dr. Charlie and Andrea. So it's, it's just great that we have a little group here in Tennessee, a growing group of people who are interested in offering alternatives to parents. Because Mm. there's, I mean, I think kids deserve better. You know, it's just, I think it's really sad. And I, even when I was growing up, I remember my mom, my mom was always more health conscious than other moms. Mm -hmm. And we used to, even back then, talk about the simple things like sending kids to school with gushers Mm. and Lunchables and all these foods that have like food dyes in it and these artificial ingredients. And then my mom could never understand. It would it would literally bring her to tears mm-hmm. how she would see so many young boys because she was an assistant teacher in the primary school. That's what she went back to work for when I was like, I think in middle school. Yeah. And she saw a lot of young boys on Ritalin and mm-hmm. Adderall. Yeah. And she said and she would sometimes come home in tears because she would see these kids have these heavy pharmaceuticals thrown at them from such a young age when we should really be asking ourselves well how can we change their lifestyle what habits and and things can we look at that's going to help us understand like why is this child having attention issues yeah why is this child having these rashes or something like that so i think it's really great to offer this because for most people it's kind of new it is it is new and it's something that has to change and i think the past couple years have really opened our eyes to I don't think they have our best interest in you yes. know in mind here. So this is really giving opportunities for people to stand up, speak truth, and give resources to parents. Because yes. it, again, Dr. Google and even Instagram, they're going to send you down rabbit holes. It's going to get confusing, and then mm. we're going to freeze. Yes. And so I really believe that it is the time to start supporting this next generation. Right. We're going to take health back. Um, we're not going to let it happen to what's happening to our generation. And yeah, so I'm really excited to, to help parents. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you about today was you talk a lot about immune system support mm-hmm. um, for children, especially. I mean, also for adults, too. But, you know, for parents who are kind of at the starting position where they want to make sure that they're supporting their children's immune system because... Kids get sick, of course. That's a normal part of life, mm-hmm. but we can we don't have to just wait for that to happen. There mm-hmm. are things that we can do to prepare our children's bodies to to yeah. sort of handle illness when it happens to them. So what would you say is maybe like a starter pack for immune support for young children? Yeah, it is um it's so great to understand how the child's immune system works, how our own immune system works. So I might start us off there by even understanding, because I think Mm. what's happened is we've developed a fear over illness, Mm -hmm. when really illness is very necessary and very much a part, especially of the young child's Mm. experience into growing to being a thriving, healthy individual. So what happens first is parents are like, well, what can I do? Um, you know, and again, I can break this into two parts. First, if you're about to have a child 
or you are pregnant, you're going to you're going to prioritize your health cuz you are going to download your immune system to that child. Mm. That's how we start children off thriving. So that can look like a healthy nutrient dense diet. So we're going to start looking at what are we eating? Is this contributing to my child's health? I encourage everyone to go look into Weston E. Price. Um, he yep. was a dentist that went and explored all different types of cultures and looked at what did they incorporate in their diets that um, helped develop these healthy children. And so that is, they've, they're an amazing foundation. They put a lot of great information out there. Um, the other thing is understanding kind of our, our, our environmental toxins around us. Are we putting something on our skin? Are we using net hairspray? I mean, I don't even know if we're still doing that. But um, <laughs> these are all things to look at because that, again, is going to create burden on your body that mm. then will create burden on the child's body. Mm. Um, and then also developing more information and knowledge around how to have healthy births. We've been told so many times that we have to birth one way. There's so many beautiful ways to birth, depending on the comfortability of the mother, but it doesn't have to be you on your back in a hospital being told what to do. You have choices Mm. today, and that can impact the health of your child also. Mm. So those are kind of those beginning steps. Now, the second step is really understanding that we have two immune systems. We have our innate immune system, which I kind of touched on. That's what's downloaded. Mm -hmm. That is um, kind of our first line of defense. That's going to be what gets activated the minute we come encounter with a virus or a bacteria. We're going to send those soldiers out. So we want to make sure that that innate immune system is robust. Um, Again, coming back to our inner toxin buckets. How's our body? Is it being kind of bombarded? And so now our immune system isn't functioning that innate immune system is weakened. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely, again, coming back to diet that can help that innate immune system feel robust. Um, There is herbs that we can incorporate that I can, you know, speak to. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe my top three would be Echinacea. Um, I love um, I love using homeopathy. So homeopathy is going to be this kind of ancient medicine, we'll call it, that actually goes and strengthens the body's um, you know immune system as opposed to goes and treats and cures. Um, I also love minerals. Minerals are the spark plug to our body. So mm. in, if we don't have those building blocks, minerals, whether it's magnesium or calcium, um, then we actually can't mount an appropriate response. So that innate immune system is so important for our child to experience. So if they get sick, the sniffles, you know, children or or parents or pediatricians might say, okay, we need to take care of that. We need to stop it. When really that's the innate immune system doing its job. Don't squelch it. Don't suppress it. Let it do its job and aid the child Mm. in the healing. Let the body do what it's made to do. Then we've got the adaptive immune system. Now, the adaptive immune system, I like to call it our specialist. This is something we adapt over time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times parents are like, I don't want you to touch that. I need to sanitize your hands, all that. We are actually squelching their opportunities to develop that adaptive immune system. They have to be around germs. They have to get, their body has to get to know them so they can say, hey, I know you. I created an antibody for you. So next time I come encounter with you, I will remember. And that's how we model. amount of response right okay and so those are just two again it can get kind of scientific but those are two very important factors i like to inform parents about the immune system Mm -hmm. um, and really again bringing it back to the basics how do i support my child that's understanding home health Mm -hmm. the environment that the child's in most of the day Mm -hmm. um 
food, nurturing, nutrient-dense foods. And then I personally think minerals and supportive herbs that help build the strength of that innate immune system. Right. And so you have two daughters. I have two daughters. How old are they? They are four and eight. Okay. Yeah. And so what's like a typical diet that you would feed them in a day? Yeah. So my girls were raised on the Weston A. Price diet. So um, I don't even think I've seen that. I mean, I know who Price is. It is fantastic. Um, It really is coming back to, again, I like to tell my parents, ask the question, did my great grandmother or even grandmother give this to their children when they were young? Right. Mm -hmm. So my kids' first foods were uh, liver, egg yolk, um, fish eggs, they were, How do you give them liver? So liver, there is a couple methods that Weston A. Price talks about. They yeah. do say shaving raw liver on uh, maybe an egg. Some people are not comfortable with that, and I get it. So um, That's interesting. Yeah, so they'll take they'll find a farmer, find a good source of your meat. They always have um, you know liver available. Then they say puree the liver, freeze it for fourteen days if right. you're worried about any kind of bacteria forming or anything. And then you can take that frozen liver cube and just shave it and expose your child that way. Um, Some other things that I did was meat stock um, or bone broth. A lot of times bone broth, um, today's day I'm finding that our bones aren't sourced as well. Like Mm. I really need to emphasize sourcing these meat and bones accordingly because when let's take uh, bone broth, you're cooking the bones and drawing out. That's what's creating that nutrient rich stock. Yeah. But if the bones aren't sourced well, we're going to be drawing out whatever that animal is exposed to, hormones, antibiotics. Yeah. So it's really important that we're sourcing our meats really well. But these are all very nutrient-dense um, mm. supports we can incorporate to start building our child's palate. Okay. They need meat. They need I see wild fish here. Wild fish. Raw dairy. I personally didn't do um, raw dairy. I think I did butter, actually, raw butter. I I didn't. um, There is new research coming out here in just even the past couple years that exposing your child to actually allergens in that first four to six month mark is really important for negating allergies down the road. Okay. Basically going back into that immune response, right? If we expose the children to peanuts or gluten even, right? We've been told, don't give your kids gluten, don't give them peanuts. Well, the problem (laughs) is, is they are actually not being exposed to it and they're mounting an inappropriate response leader. Right. I can go into what might be creating that inappropriate response maybe a little later. Yeah, maybe how far are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go into that a little later. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. we're only 14 minutes in. We'll save the juicy stuff for for after the paywall. Sounds good. Um, And so really that nutrient-dense diet is going to be the building blocks. Um, A lot of times parents, you know, can breastfeed. That's fantastic. Minding your diet, that's going to be going into the child. Um, And then, you know, as they get older, don't create special foods for them. I'm all about exposure. So with my kids, we ate our food. We could put a little bit on their plate. I didn't respond. This This is your choice. I provide, you decide. So being able to explore without my, oh, you don't like that, or, oh, that's yucky. You know, none of that yep. was ever introduced right. with food introduction with our children. And they really got to develop their own taste buds. Like, for example, my oldest won't eat pasta. I'm like, girl, I need you to eat pasta. Mama needs a break, okay? I can't always make you pate. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So it's kind of biting me in the butt a little bit. But um, I really think our children 
love developing their own tastes and also yeah. knowing that if one, if your child poo-poos one food, it is not that they don't like it. They actually have to be exposed to it like 10 different times yeah. to even develop a preference for that food. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that little teaser. If you would like to watch the full episode of Colleen and me, click the link in the description and join my women's group. Uh, The Shift, we talk about some topics that we're not allowed to talk about on social media. So if you join my women's group, you can get access to the full episode and hear all the information. And we'll see you next time. Bye.